Don't let that because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA Investing System and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. It was an eventful end to a busy week today, so let's jump right into the action here. First off, the Federal Reserve added liquidity to the short-term funding market for a fourth straight day today. We've been talking about this all week, but last night or this morning, they conducted another $75 billion repurchase program, bringing the total to $203 billion in repos and looking like there will be more to come to help the Fed stabilize rates. It's still a little bit murky as to what the longer-term impact of this move will be. We've been talking about it a lot here. It certainly feels like quantitative easing again. We've been calling it QE light here. What we do know is that these types of repos were commonplace before the financial crisis, which is certainly adding apprehension to those investors who are watching this right now. We are continuing to monitor this closely to see exactly what this is going to be telling us going forward. Another interesting volatile piece that was today as well didn't you know, make a whole lot of headlines or anything today, but certainly an interesting aspect of today's trading was that today is a relatively rare day known as a quadruple witching. This term refers to the third Friday of every March, June, September, and December. On these days, market index futures, market index options, stock options, and stock futures all expire on the same day, which usually, historically, shows increased volatility throughout the trading day. It's funny though, going through my notes, I had this this podcast day exactly a year ago. If you've been tuning in with us here at the VRA Podcast, we've been doing this for about a year and a half now, over 400 episodes, Um, so hopefully you've been enjoying it, but I thought it was really interesting to be able to go back and look over my notes, and we didn't see a whole lot of volatility on this day last year, but... It did lead up to some some interesting volatility. Last September, up to this point, we had had a strong September, similar to what we're seeing right now. But obviously, we went on from there to peak in October before one of the worst Q4s and the worst December since the Great Depression. So we're not saying that's what we're expecting to see right now, but we do continue to see volatility in the short term here. More on that in a second, because that's what we've been talking about here since last Thursday. Last Thursday, we wrote to our members that we were going to be looking to, to take some profits and raise some cash. We said that on our podcast as well. We did a whole podcast about it on Monday. If you missed it, go back and listen. Kip and I did a dual podcast, great stuff on Monday, talking about our short-term view here. But I'm going to get to more on that in a second. I wanted to touch on something that we wrote to our members about this morning, some specific analytics that are backing up our view right now. And the following is from the legendary Stock Traders Almanac, which is one of the largest and most comprehensive data sets of historical historical stock market information. Great follow there. Been around for a long time. Here's an interesting piece that they are writing about right now. And that is that pre-election year Octobers are ranked as the second worst for Octobers for the Dow, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, and the Russell 2000, all four of our major indexes here, with the Russell 2000 in dead last, with an average loss of 1.9% in pre-election Octobers. 
Now, similar to what we've been saying, they went on to say that a decline in October is likely to be an excellent buying opportunity. That lines up exactly with what we've been saying and doing here with our members. Since last Thursday, like I said earlier, we've been talking about our markets are at overbought levels right now. And when you reach this level of overbought, the extreme levels that we're at, very rarely do good things happen. So we wrote that now is a good time to take profits. Like I said, we talked about on the podcast here as well. And it looks to have been the correct call. We saw the volatility this week. We knew that a lot of the things that were our market was able to climb as a wall of worry were kind of dissipating before today. China trade talk news looked to be going well. The Federal Reserve meetings were behind us, and we didn't see a whole lot of catalyst for the upside to this market. Now, our medium to long-term views have not changed. We're incredibly bullish leading up to the 2020 election. However, right now, we do see increased volatility in the short term. So nothing wrong with that here. We're going to take some profits, and when the time comes, we'll be ready to act again. And so looking at today's market action, like I said, we started out with what looked to be a a decent start to the day, but our index has turned on a a dime at about midday today. The reasoning was that the Chinese trade delegation canceled their planned farm tour, bringing in additional fear about U.S.-China trade relations. Like I said, we had already gotten the good news earlier this month that uh, that meetings were going to begin again in October. Now, that fear looks to be quickly returning to our markets. On the day, uh, we finished with three out of, or sorry, all four of our major indexes down. The Dow was down 0.59% to 26,934. Our laggard on the day was the NASDAQ, finishing down eight-tenths of 1% to 8,117. Followed by the S&P 500, down half a percent to 2,991 despite looking like it was going to hit new all-time highs this morning. Like I said, quick reversal in the middle of the day today. Russell 2000 finishing down the least on the day, about one-tenth of 1% to 1,559. Looking at our internals on the day, we saw stronger numbers than expected. We saw really pretty good numbers this morning, and despite our markets finishing lower, we finished with mixed internals here and Again, we see this as a good sign uh, about the underlying strength in our markets right now, despite our short-term views. Advances, uh, losing to declines just barely with 4,191 advances to 4,743 declines. New highs being to new lows being our best bright spot on the day, coming back with 198 new highs to just 92 new lows, so pretty strong there. Volume did come in negative, though, as well today. Looking at our sectors, similar story. Started out better during the day, but finished with three out of our 11 sectors positive. We were led by healthcare, utilities, and energy, while our laggards were consumer discretionary and technology, both finishing down more than 1%. Not what we wanted to see from technology, but the NASDAQ finished down the most on the day, so not unexpected there. We were followed there by industrials, financials, and communication services as our laggards. And finally for today, our commodities watch. Gold having a nice day, up 1.14% to 1,523 an ounce. Silver also up a nice 0.72% to 1,801 an ounce. Copper, however, falling on the China trade news. Now down 0.63% to 259 a pound. And lastly, oil up now. 
roughly half a percent to 58.47 a barrel. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close in your inbox. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and join us. Also, we love your feedback as well for any questions or topics that you'd love to see us cover more of. Email us at support at VRAinsider.com. We love your feedback. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Oh, sorry, back here Monday for the close.